Gyro Nation Metal. Welcome back, everyone. This is Jeff with Gyro Nation Metal. Knife is a German metal band with clear thrash, speed, and black metal influences, as well as punk. Their second full-length album, titled Heaven Into Dust, was released on August 25th of this year through Napalm Records, again featuring artwork by Timbul Kayono of Epitaph. Though Knife was only formed in 2019, the members come with decades of musical experience. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Gypsy Danger, the band's bassist. Quick shout out to Jordan of Napalm Records for helping set up this episode. Gypsy, I want to thank you for joining me today. Yeah, of course. (laughs) You've already spoken in previous interviews about the formation of your band and your influences. So where did your beginning in music start and what made you get into heavier music? Yeah, I started listening to heavier music at the age of 16. And um, yeah, there were some friends in my school who uh, listened to Blind Guardian, to Creator, Sodom, all that German metal stuff, you know. And uh, I was about to, okay, uh, I'm, I'm fine with, with these guys. I like them a lot. And then we got in contact and they showed me some of their favorite bands. And I thought, okay, that's very cool stuff. And so it, it began all. <laughs> it, it all began with that, yeah. And what was it about the heavier music that brought you in? Yeah, uh, I'm not sure. It 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 uh, it was. Yeah, okay. Let me say uh, this. It it was so catchy and so hooky. Hooky is that the word? Oh, so you know the hooks which I listened to, where when listening to metal and heavier music, they were that catchy and they were so full with hooks that I liked it a very lot. And so I yeah I began to identify with the music as well. Yeah. You said you got into bands like Sodom and Creator. Were you instantly a fan of some of the harsher vocals? I know for me personally, it took a long time to really get into the the growls and the screams. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but speaking of Creator and Sodom, I have to say that uh, the first record uh, I listened to from Creator was, uh, I think it was the Heart of Chaos or the or the Enemy of God album. And uh, Miller uh, has on that record, yeah, he has other vocals and there are also melodic parts on, on these uh, albums. And then a friend, after listening for, for a year to create, a friend came to me and said, okay, now you're into this, here you have pleasure to kill, listen to this. And then I was, I was blown away because it was too hard, it was too fast. I never heard that before. So there was, there was another level of, metal music i entered at that time yeah and what about now who are some of the bands on your heavy rotation ah okay uh to be honest right now and in the current time i'm listening to very yeah let me say softer things like um yeah unto others or uh, i'm i'm on i'm very in aussie osborne and in black sabbath uh, actually depending on my mood and when i want to listen to harder stuff ah yeah, that's some that's some um, some crust punk I'm listening when when I think of harder music and heavier stuff. So like Wolf Brigade or something like that. Yeah, this is going to sound really random, but I notice if you move a little bit, your camera moves as well. Is that automatic? Uh, yeah, it's because of my iPad. Uh, I okay. don't know how it works. Yeah, it's not on purpose. <laughs> no, that's great. It it keeps everything in frame. It's awesome. I need to get something like that. As we are recording this episode, you guys are eight days away from the release of your album, Heaven Into Dust. So is there anything else you guys have to do before the release of your album? Yeah, right now there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot to do. 
um, on our shop. Uh, uh, you know, we sell the album uh, via Napalm and also our um, um, former uh, um, former um, label um, Dying Victims. They also can buy Heaven into Dust. There, there was a deal, and on in our own shop. <coughs> We we have a, a package with a limited fan sign, you know, which we do on our own. And uh, there are about uh, 100 fan signs and there was a lot of do. Uh, everybody had to write down favorite bands, influences, some nice stories, favorite horror movies. And that is some some nice, cool things we do uh, right before the the release. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, we have no shows right now. Our last show was in Wacken, and the, the next show will start in September. But somehow it's okay to calm down a little bit. And yeah, as well as interviews and the fan sign stuff. And uh, sometimes there's an email out with an online interview. There's enough to do right now. So even though you're kind of just waiting for the music to come out, there's still a lot of things you have to cover. And like you said, your next show is in September, but do you have any tour plans for the rest of 23 and 24? Mm -hmm. um, at the end of the of this year, we have a big package. It, it's the tour with Sodom, four days here in Germany. Nice. <clears throat> and next year, I hope that there will be a tour. Um, I could imagine that it would be, a, that it could be, uh, European tour for the start, but uh, we all dream uh, of uh, gathering to the US and touring over there. That would be very great. But I think it will be uh, an European tour for the first uh, in in the first start. Yeah. Hmm. In contact with Napalm Records, they had mentioned that you guys were a relatively new addition. So how did you guys get hooked up with Napalm? And what does your agreement look like? It is a is it a certain number of albums, or is it just an album by album basis? Hmm. Um, well, when we were about to uh, pr uh, produce and uh, yeah, work on our on, on Heaven into Dust, um, we were we were thinking about okay, who who are going to we ask? Is it again dying victims or are there other uh, labels we could ask? And then uh, out of nothing, Flo, uh, no, Seb, Sebastian uh, from Napalm. Uh, wrote us. Uh, he sent an email and asked if if there would be uh, if it would be an an opportunity for us to work with him, and we were and we considered that very well and very long, because Napalm uh, does not have that heavy bands in general. If if you know what I mean, um, and so we we considered that very well, but uh, we were all confident with with uh, Sap and Napalm and then we said yeah okay let's do this and uh, yeah um, the, the the contract says that there are I guess two more albums I, I don't want to lie but I think there are two more albums in line which we have to do with Napalm. That's a huge step up well, not necessarily a step up but that's a huge milestone for you guys. Yeah for sure for sure. What are some of the elements of your music that you wanted to focus on since your last album and did you take a different approach in writing this album compared to the last one hmm. um we we um yeah let me say um the main topic of knife or one of the main topics in knife is this horror slasher element which we also worked with on the first record uh 
we keep that going uh, right now on the second. And uh, yeah, we have on the new record on Heaven Into Dust, we also have a mid-part song that's very new for us too. Um, so I hope it will work out very well. Um, yeah, and uh, let me say, um, we more focused on uh, on, the f uh, on some conception. You, mm -hmm. you know, on Heaven Into Dust, we have that conception of fire and of hell and of <laughs> fire in hell and everything. So that is it's a more um, concept orientated, hmm. I would say. Yeah. I'm just gonna look here for a second. I'm just looking at your album artwork because that's something I do want to touch on in a moment. Well, you said you that you have like a horror slasher approach to this, and it seems like the same characters on both of your album covers. Would you consider that your or him your mascot? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We get that question asked very often. Uh, <laughs> let me say, yeah, it's. It, it already has become some kind of mascot and we call him the slasher dude. <laughs> oh, cool. I like that. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. How, how do you incorporate him into your into your music? Do you talk about him lyrically or do, is there an overarching backstory with him? Yeah, more backstory because everything what, what we deal in with life, uh, um, writing songs about horror or slasher or dark fantasy, um, we all uh, imagine that it happens in Slitterwill, what's the uh, um, village or the, the 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 town where where everything happens. And uh, yeah, the slasher dude is is uh, living in Slitterwill, so that's some kind of background story. <laughs> I really like the look of your new cover because it looks like he's in hell. Basically, one thing I noticed is that you worked with the same artist, and I'm probably going to mess up his name, but Timbul Kayono. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Timbo, okay. yeah. How did you get involved with him the first time around? And what was it about his art that made you come back? That question would be better, would be better asked to, to a vocalist because he had contact with that guy. I think we we uh, looked at many artists on Instagram and on social media. And then Timbo was about, yeah, we liked his art and and he worked very fast. The the um, cover for for heaven into dust was in ready for about five days I think he's oh, very wow. he's working very fast and very good so that's an an aspect why we came back to him because he's very good and very fast yeah yeah fair enough efficiency is top as well as uh, as well as quality right who did your band logo ah yeah yeah it's. I think we, we because I I was the one who came later in the band. Yeah, I think it was a friend of of our band. Okay, but I I'm really not like sure it. about it. It's for me. It looks like a quite a thrashy logo, and same with the band name. But one thing I really do enjoy is how it, you've kind of changed it with both albums. Like it looks now like there's blood dripping from it compared to the last time, where it's a little bit more formal. I don't know if that's the right term. What was the reason for the minor changes, or is this just something you want to keep doing to kind of inspire creativity? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question because we we discuss uh, aspects like this very very often and for a long time, and uh, it's good to hear that you that you uh, see the difference because that's what we want. We want that people are getting contact with with our um, uh, visual stuff and uh, yeah and get. Uh, and see the differences we mm -hmm. discussed. <laughs> so that's good to hear. 
Germany is not only a great place for metal all around, but it's also the birth, birthplace of the German Big Four. Like you've already mentioned, Sodom Creator, there's Destruction and Tankard. And I just have to give a quick shout out because they've announced the Clash of the Ruhrpott Festival in 2024. Did yeah. I say that properly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Clash of the Ruhrpott. Uh, with the style of music do you play or that you do play, it will be easy to be lumped in with German thrash metal. Uh, do you feel any pressure to live up to some of these big names? Or is that something you don't really consider? I never considered that. I never considered that, to be honest. Yeah. Um, here in Germany, uh, speaking of Sodom and Creator, Destruction and Tankard, they're, they're unchallenged uh, yeah, epitomes of, of thrash. So, so I don't feel that pressure for myself. And um, as nearer as you get to Rupert, where Destruct, where Sodom and Greater comes from, it's an area in Germany. Uh, you, the nearer you get to that uh, area, the more you get in contact with younger bands from Sauerland, um, for example, or um, Siegen, um, who try to get the style and the sound of these old bands, and they do it very, very good. They do it very good. And it makes me glad and happy that there are young bands who, 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 uh, yeah, who idolize, create a destruction in Sodom and want to join in on in that all thrash metal stuff. You know, that's very cool here in Germany. And you guys aren't. To me, it sounds like there are thrash metal influences, of course. But on the metal archives, you guys are classified as black and speed metal and punk. So you guys obviously take in more influences than just thrash. What was the reason behind that? And why so many different directions? Mm. Um, especially Vince, our vocalist, and Les, uh, our guitarist, played for about 20 years together in uh, in an action rock and roll band uh, with influences from Helicopter, Stubo Negro, and uh, all that, yeah, you know, Scandinavian punk stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so the, I would say that there, that there are many influences from that point. And of course, uh, the new web of British heavy metal. We all listen to Judas Priest, to Iron Maiden. Got influenced by them. I'm very influenced also by by that old school uh, thrash metal stuff. Also that um, um, death metal area from uh, Göteborg in Sweden. So these are all the influence we get together, and then what come out, what comes out is nice. You mentioned that a couple of the other band members have been playing music together for about 20 years, but you were also in a, in a band previously called Suicide of Society. How long have you yeah. been playing in, in bands for? Yeah, I started, as I told, as I already told, starting with metal music when I was 16 and mm -hmm. at the age of 17, I bought my first guitar and yeah, and then things really happened fast. We very fast had a rehearsal room and yeah, played some heavy riffs and drank beer and <laughs> smoked pot and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, I would say for, yeah, I'm, I'm 32 right now. For 15 years, I'm playing uh, in, in bands, playing instruments, doing, doing sing, uh, stuff with music, yeah. And it seems like that you left Suicide of Society around the same time that you joined Knife. So what, what made the decision to put a close on that project and then start anew? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, it it was about that uh, things in life are getting bigger and bigger, mm. and that there would be less time 
and I had a very yeah long and emotional talk with with my guys from Suicide of Society, who already feared that I would leave them, um, and we talked about that and. Uh, I slept many nights. I slept many nights with bad dreams. And then I made the decision that I have to lease the band, which, yeah, does not make that progress. Speaking of, we're, we're um, being in a band for about 10 years. And there wasn't that result which we would like to happen. You know what I mean? We put much effort in that and we had very little outcome and uh yeah so th those were the reasons for that yeah and it's always difficult to balance different musical projects or or any it, um i guess any entrepreneurial adventure i guess because you have to balance things like progress where you're going and sometimes you don't see the results so sometimes it could be the wrong decision but it seems like you thought about it quite a bit before actually making that decision and it was good that you chatted with the members about it you also joined during COVID, so was that problematic in any way for you? Um, no, it, I would say it it was an advantage because I had time to get uh, to to learn the songs. Uh, you know, Vance, uh, Vince, and um, Les, I I know them for several years, mm -hmm. and uh, be, because we live in the same area, so so we somehow talked over the years in in. Uh, yeah, uh, about different stuff. And um, I, I had time to learn the songs. I had uh, enough time and uh, to, to get in contact with everything. So I would say it, would, it was more an advantage than a disadvantage. Mm. And for you, has there been, a, been any benefit for being in different bands, taking different musical directions? And how do you adopt that into your current stylistic iteration? Mm. Yeah, <laughs> uh, for being in knife, uh, I I have never listened to that much new wave of pretty he British heavy metal before, <laughs> so I'm very happy to to uh, to know and uh, discover new bands. <laughs> That's very cool, and uh, yeah, um, we play very cool shows, and I've never had the opportunity before to play on uh, festivals like Wacken or Rockhard Festival. So uh, these are the benefits uh, I'm taking from playing in Knife right now. Yeah, and getting in contact with cool, with cool bands, uh, nice dudes, uh, nice people uh, on every festival. That's very cool. I would say that's, that's a benefit, yeah. Earlier, you touched on um, when you first started a band, you said you sat down, you played some riffs, you started, you drank some beer and smoked some pot. In my conversations with some of my guests, they've often talked about how certain substances can lend themselves to additional creativity, I guess. So for you, when smoking cannabis, do you notice that you are more creative or is, there, is that something that you just do recreationally? Well, <laughs> let me say it was a time. <laughs> yeah, fair it, enough. It, it was a phase. <laughs> A fast, a fast, yeah, yeah. Mm. I, 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 um, I've touched pot for about five years. I didn't touch any pot, but yesterday our government legalized it for about twenty-five gram. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, cool. Now pot, pot is legalized here in Germany. <laughs> so I think, I, think I will maybe get some and <laughs> smoke wheat <laughs> again. <laughs> and it's then I will help. see if it, if it uh, Im improves my ideas or skills on writing music. <laughs> <laughs> some other my guests, have, they've said that they can either smoke a certain amount or they completely abstain from smoking, whether it be in their writing, in their practices or during their shows. As far as drinking goes, do you guys have any rules when it comes to how much you consume before a show or during practice? Or is that something you guys don't really have to think about? We don't really think about that. Um, I would say that uh, each of us has his own limit of uh, drinking beer or yeah, none of us uh, smokes pot right now. Yeah, but but beer is... is <laughs> yeah. But everyone has its individual level and limit and knows how to handle it and how mm. to work with it. Yeah. So long as you guys are being responsible, obviously, for the band and for each other, then you guys are pretty good. Yeah, Fair thank enough. you. <laughs> <laughs> I just got sidetracked for a moment. So I was doing some research, trying to figure out some things about the band here. And I noticed that you guys go by stage names. For example, yours is Gypsy Danger. Where did the names come from and how do they relate to your music? Hmm. Yeah, um, our vocalist Vince, uh, he's Vince Nihil, so mm -hmm. <laughs> as a reference to uh, Vince Neil from Midway Crew, that's for sure. And uh, Les uh, is Les Kultro, and Kultro is is knife in the language, uh, but I can't remember which one. And Fairly is is Fairly Cotello, and mm -hmm. Cotello as well is knife in an, in a different la in another language that I can't remember right now. And Gypsy Danger uh, is another thing. I used to be on a festival when I was 21, I guess, and and Saxon was playing there. And and we were all, okay, yeah, Saxon, yeah. We we really loved them and want all, all, to hear all the, uh, the evergreens and the classics. And then we started uh, singing, uh, yeah, Rock and Roll Gypsy. And uh, my guys told me that I was the one who... <laughs> Sang it at the sang it the loudest, so they called me Gypsy Danger for that <laughs> uh, for that fun, and yeah, that's when I became Gypsy, Gypsy Danger. <laughs> Moving back just a little bit, you just mentioned that Germany has legalized marijuana now. They're kind of lagging behind a few other countries. How is the reception in Germany? Is it something that was relatively positive, or is it something that had a lot of pushback? Uh, concerning what? Concerning the legalization of marijuana. Um, I haven't uh, read any newspaper or any news about that. I just heard it today from oh. from the father from my girlfriend. I have to check it out if it's so, and I I have to check if it's true, and then I will see how how the government will will uh, how the um, how the people here in Germany will think about that. But I would say that they're happy about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can put taxes on marijuana and that yeah, is a benefit for the whole country if you work really? with taxes, if they're not that high and if they are payable. So, yeah. It's always been confusing to me how like weed is so demonized compared to something like alcohol, which is so destructive, but it's been legal for a lot of like a long time. I mean, obviously, there was the prohibition in the States. But statistically speaking, alcohol ruins more lives than weed ever has. So it's it's always yeah. weird to me just to see the contrasting belief systems, I guess, especially in government. Yeah. I think that's pretty much all the questions I have, unless there's anything that you'd like to touch on today. 
I'm fine with everything. Awesome. <laughs> Let me say well, you I I had a really good time. As you can see, my English is not the best, but uh, but getting in 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 a conversation with you, your questions were good for me to understand. And yeah, I had I had a really good time. The the quality of the whole video is good, and I like your background. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. One thing I have to say, and this has happened quite a few times, is people always say, "Oh, my English isn't that great." It's like that's bullshit. Your English is awesome. My German would be fucking terrible. <laughs> 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 well you pronounced Wuppert very good so let me say your German is good <laughs> Gypsy I want to thank you again for joining me today it's been a pleasure and I hope to chat with you again in the future thank you very much I wish you all the best thank you for tuning in and we will see you next time on Gyro Nation Metal please don't forget to like, share and subscribe the podcast can be found on Twitter Instagram and Facebook if you would like to support this podcast please consider checking out my Patreon thank you